Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the William & Mary Sports Podcast. Today, I will be giving an overall recap of the Tribe's win last night, and I will give insight on the offensive play, the defensive play, and what the Tribe need to do to get ready for a big-time Week 5 matchup um, against UVA. But uh, before we get into today's episode, um, I'm going to give a quick word from our sponsor. If you haven't heard already, I made a huge marketing uh, partnership with major ticketing firm SeatGeek. Now, if you ever want to buy tickets of any sort to any event, use code WMSportsPod at checkout to receive $20 off any order. The Tribe won their home opener last night over Wofford with a score of 23-6. And just like last week, there were many ups and downs to the win. Uh, today, I'm going to start with the defense. So everyone from the D-line to the safeties played really, really well on the defensive side of the ball. Um, the, do- the dominant performance really started with the linebackers. And uh, like I said two weeks ago when I did uh, the episode with um, the orange and black pod, that linebackers are the strength of this team. That really showed last night. Um, senior linebacker Kevin Gerald had 14 tackles, nine of which were solo, two TFLs, and a sack. So he had a monster game. Um, from uh, on the on the defensive side of the ball, and then John Pius also had a monster game. He had three sacks, which is insane. Um, and then he also had a couple TFLs um, that were really big for us uh, in efforts of closing out the game uh, last night. But um, overall, the defense really showed why they were a natural, um, nat- just natural group, and then a national powerhouse. Um, uh, after yesterday, I'm not really worried about the defense at all in terms of are they good enough to get us to the national championship game or are they good enough to, yeah, just something along the lines of that. Um, I'm not really worried. I think the defense played phenomenally. Um, also, considering that it was rainy the entire, pretty much for the entire afternoon, um, they had to get through some conditions and they, they dealt with that very well. Um, so they're, I feel like they're holding their end of the bargain in terms of we can be a championship team. Um, but moving on to the offensive side of the ball, um, I don't think we were as dominant, but we did see some bright spots. Uh, to start, the rushing game was very, very good. Um, Yoder had 17 carries for 88 yards and a touchdown. Emo had 10 carries for 90 yards. And then Darius Wilson had nine carries for 14 yards. So not shabby at all. Um, we, we played to the run because it was pretty rainy. And, um, you know, that the pass game is definitely a little bit more difficult when it's, when it's a game like that. But, um, the run worked for the majority of the time, um, I think we, we really dominated in the run game um, the whole time, except when we were in one formation, uh, which I'll talk about. And that formation is when Hollis Mathis was um, going under center, and then he had some like trickery where he would go under center and then motion somewhere else and then line up off to the side, um, which usually ended up in a run play um, to Yoder where he would cut to the outside of the field, which is not really his strength. Um, but I think – Overall, this formation does have a lot of potential. Hollis Mathis is, is an extremely talented player who can do just about anything, and um, I really, really admire his um, dedication to 
try to help the team win. You know, this was a guy who was the starting quarterback for the Tribe two years ago, and um, it, there was a possibility of him being the starter last year. But, um, you know, I heard a question from Dave Johnson uh, the other day where he was asking Coach Mike London about how their what their relationship is like and um, if it's if it's hurt because of the change in starting quarterbacks because he you know he mentioned how it's not easy going through a quarterback battle like that um, and that usually tears teams apart but Mike London said it didn't really hurt him and Hollis Mathis is just wanting the team to succeed um, is really really admirable. But um, like I said, this formation has a lot of potential, and since he can do about anything, I just think, I think what actually happens on the play needs to be rethought. Like I felt like every time that we ran that formation, it ended in the same play, and um, I think, I think the formation can work if you know maybe we get somebody like Malachi Emo taking the ball and running to the outside because he has a lot of natural speed and agility, or maybe um, we see something where Hollis Mathis ends up. Um, doing his whole motion thing where he lines up on the outside and then he motions in and then actually gets the ball and then maybe gets to do, maybe gets to throw a deep ball or something like a Philly special where he may end up getting to throw to Darius, something something like that. I'd love to see and I think um, that that would be really that would be a really good use of that kind of trickery. Um, you know, for Yoder, um, going back to the run game, I think it's really important that we use him where his strengths are. Yoder is a very, very good running back, um, and we are very lucky to have him for another year. Um, but his strength is, you know, getting the ball and then going north to south, as my dad said um, while we were watching the game. Like, he, he needs to get the ball and then just go straight into where the where the um, two lines meet because this guy runs hard, he's strong, and he can break tackles. And that that is something huge that this that um that um William and Mary is really lucky to have. So that that's definitely um something we need to work on. I, I think um if if we can get him if we can develop some sort of package where we have him doing that almost every time and then we, you know, if we're gonna run a play where um, somebody cuts to the outside. We look at uh, Martin Lucas or Malachi Emo, who whose skill set better fits that. Um, but we have a very good running back room, um, so we're very lucky to have that, and that that's going to open a lot of doors um, for the tribe. But moving on to the passing game, um, it struggled a little bit. Um, I will give Wayne Mary the benefit of it out. It was a rainy day. Um, you know, it when I was there, it it was raining a little bit hard for like I would say maybe the first five, ten minutes of the game and then it sort of just started sprinkling a little bit. So like it was it, it was it was wet the entire game. The ball was gonna be wet. Um and you know that that gives everybody a little bit of slack, but I'm still a little bit concerned about it, um, frankly. Um some things that I noticed were that the pocket collapsed way too quick quickly for Darius and um him having to kind of just he gets this ball maybe has a second or two and then him having to roll out and scramble that's not something that we can afford um, doing especially and I'm just thinking later down the road we I think you know how we played last night we could win all of our CAA games and you know that's fine but if I'm thinking 
I think this team has potential to compete for a national championship. And if, you know, kind of the throwing game, or if Darius Wilson doesn't have time in the pocket, um, the na- national championship is out of the question. Um, so I, I it, it's a team effort there for the passing game. I think the line has to be a little bit better. Um, they did deal with um, some injuries yesterday, so um, definitely a little bit of setback, but the line has to be better. Um, Darius Wilson makes has to make sure he's um, delivering a good ball, which he almost always does anyway. And then the the wide receivers have to get open, which which they do a good job doing um, most of the time. So I think um, that wasn't a total accurate representation of how we how the passing game is for us um, offensively. So I think we'll definitely see next week and then against next week against Charleston Southern and then the week um, after that um, versus Maine. We'll, we'll definitely see how the pass game will improve, and I'm hoping that um, they get to a point, like I said earlier, like I said um, uh, a week ago, this the receivers only have to be decent. They don't have to be great. They don't have to carry the team. They just have to be decent and guys who can go out and make a catch for us, um, for us to be a top-tier offense, in my opinion. I think we have the run game, which um, opens a lot of doors for us, um, and that that's going to be really crucial. So as long as the receivers can get to a point where they're at a decent level, I think we're in great shape. Um the offense did look better in the second half. Um, not tech, not like point scoring wise, but just the ability to move the ball through the ground and through the air. Um, that we looked a, a lot better, and um, you know it showed some signs of improvement. So that's that's why I'm hopeful about this uh, pass game. Um, you know the team has a lot of potential. I think, like I said, um, I hope we can find an offense that kind of consistently works for us where we'll be able to run the ball like we have been and then you know sprinkle in some pass plays uh like we like we could last year I felt like the passing like if we can get the passing game to where to even like even close to where it was last year um we'll be in phenomenal shape but um just somewhere where we can go out and call a pass play and make a completion just some like every time that that's something that um we should try to work on i guess um but team has a lot of potential and hopefully if that gets if that sorts itself out um we'll be able to take business take care of business during the regular season and then hopefully set up ourselves nicely come playoff time but that is all i have for you today thanks everyone for tuning in um i'm going to try to get a charleston southern preview episode out this week um it is a very busy week so that's to be determined um if i do have time i might even try to reach out and see if i can get a uh collaboration with a charleston southern uh creator but um i will definitely be doing a recap like i do every week if i don't get the uh, preview out um remember to use code wm sports pod on seat geek for 20 dollars off tickets if that's something you're interested in, and then subscribe to the podcast with the link below. Um, if that's something you're interested in, uh, you can still listen to me for free if you want. But if you're looking to support uh, the podcast, then I would look into that. Um, and also remember, follow the Twitter at Evan underscore Mansion. We're getting close to 300 followers. And then the Instagram at the William Mary Sports Podcast.
Once again, thank you all for listening, and go Tribe.